vidit Ioanes Iesum venientem ad se, et ait ecce anustei. John saw Jesus coming to him, and he saith, Behold, the Lamb of God, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We are privileged and blessed to have in our oratory that wonderful painting that depicts the event and the mystery of today's feast of the baptism of our Lord. I invite all of my sons to make a little pilgrimage of devotion to the painting today, <clears throat> to go to it, to look at it, to pray before it. In some way, the grace of the mystery of our Lord's baptism is permanently present if not to our eyes at every moment, certainly to our hearts. Jean-Cardinal Danielou, in his marvelous little book on Advent, some of you have read that book, has a chapter in which he speaks of the permanent abiding mission of Saint John the Baptist in the Church. With great theological finesse, Cardinal Danielou speaks of the permanent abiding mission of the Blessed Virgin Mary in the life of the Church. Mary's mission did not end with her glorious assumption into heaven. <clears throat> her role, her mission, continues and will continue in the church, the church in this valley of tears, until the end of history. Similarly, the mission of Saint Joseph was not for a particular moment in history, but given that St. Joseph is the protector of the Universal Church, St. Joseph's mission is permanent. It abides. St. Joseph continues to carry out in the Church and for the Church the mission that he received in the very beginning. And Cardinal Daniel says that St. John the Baptist has a perduring, abiding mission in the life of the Church and, he says, in the life of souls. I find this intuition of Cardinal Danielou 
greatly consoling that St. John the Baptist has a mission in my life as he does in yours. St. John the Baptist has been with us since the second Sunday of Advent and before, but he, he emerged on the scene in the Gospel of the second Sunday of Advent, and so he has been present all through Advent, Christmas tide, Epiphany tide. One of the Advent antiphons taken from the 11th chapter of the prophet Isaiah puts this in the mouth of St. John the Baptist. The mountains and all the hills shall be made low. Our brother John Baptist, who knows all about such things, must be asking, how will this come to be, this geological transformation, this new landscaping of the earth, the mountains and all the hills shall be made low, and the twisted shall, oh wonder, become straight, and the rough ways plain. This is the mission and the grace of St. John the Baptist. He is the prophet, the forerunner, sent to prepare the way for the Lamb of God. This is borne out here in Ireland, historically, at Knock. You will recall that the Epiphany at Knock, it really was a kind of Epiphany, wasn't it? consisted in the apparition of, from right to left, the Lamb of God, St. John the Theologian, the Immaculate Virgin Mother of God, and St. Josephine. These were present and visible, but there was another present but not visible, St. John the Baptist, St. John the Forerunner, because the little church at Knock was from the very beginning dedicated to St. John the Baptist. And it seems to me that the event at Knock was mysteriously and secretly and silently prepared by the intercession of St. John the Baptist. St. John the Baptist always prepares the advent of the Lamb. And so, in the Gospel for this Feast of the Baptism of the Lord, John saw Jesus coming towards him and said, Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who taketh away the sin of the world. And so it was at Knock. St. John the Baptist was there, silent, 
in the shadows, keeping vigil. And then, behold, the Lamb of God. This role of St. John the Baptist at Knock corresponds to his work in the ongoing life of the Church and in the life of souls. I have found it particularly helpful to invoke St. John the Baptist when I am faced with an obstacle in my own life. Have you ever found yourself standing, or perhaps kneeling, in front of what appears to be an immovable impediment? Have you ever had the experience in your life of faith of some big thing blocking your way. More often than not, the big things that block our way are not exterior to us, but they are interior to us. We have a whole interior landscape. Even the heart contains in some way obstacles as big as mountains that have to be blown apart, reduced to dust, leveled. And in every human heart there are twisted ways that have to be made straight. In every human heart there are rough things that have to be planed down and made smooth. My experience is, and my experience simply reflects, that of the experience of the saints through the ages who have invoked Saint John the Baptist, invoked him to come into their lives and prepare the way for Christ for the advent of the Lamb. My experience is that when you pray to St. John the Baptist, he prepares the way. He comes in, he levels the mountains, he makes the crooked way straight, he makes smooth what is rough, and then he steps aside. John, the friend of the bridegroom. John who said, I must decrease, he must increase. John steps aside. And with a kind of ecstatic joy, he says, Behold, the Lamb of God. And then he leaves the soul in the presence of the Lamb. He withdraws a little bit, but he keeps his ear open. Because the joy of John the Baptist is to witness the conversation of the bridal soul with the Word. The joy of John the Baptist is to make everything ready for the union of the bridegroom with the bride. And he does this not only in the great economy of salvation, not only with regard to the chosen people, not only with regard to the church through the ages, but John the Baptist has a mission in the life of every soul. 
Similarly, when I am asked to pray for a particular inbreaking of divine grace in someone's life, there are situations in which it seems well nigh impossible for there to be an inbreaking of grace. Such resistance, such hardness, so many obstacles, so many impediments. We do well in such instances to pray devoutly to St. John the Baptist. Call upon John the Baptist, invoke him. Say to him, come and do for this soul what thou hast always done. Make ready the advent of the Lamb. There are situations in which everything has been tried and found wanting. That's the job for St. John the Baptist. If you look at salvation history, at the apparent failure of the prophets, when everything had been done for the chosen people, when God had, dare I say it, exhausted his means in trying to reach out and prepare the chosen people for the advent of the Lamb, then he sent in John the Baptist, the forerunner, the friend of the bridegroom, the herald. And John the Baptist did what no one else could do. And the whole mission of John the Baptist is evoked every single morning in the divine office. He's the great shining figure of the Benedictus of Lauds every day. And if the church sings the canticle of Zachary, the father of John the Baptist, every day, and at the beginning of every day, it is because the mission of John the Baptist is far from over. His mission in my life and in yours his mission in the life of the Church. And so today on this feast of the baptism of the Lord, we ask St. John the Baptist to enter our lives, to be very present to us, to turn our gaze to the advent of the Lamb, and to cry out in our hearing, Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who taketh away the sin of the world. Behold the Bridegroom of the Church. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.